I am in a hotel room right now because I'm at a digital networking live convention or seminar or summit, whatever you want to call it. And I don't have a studio with me. So I'm going to snap a photo of what I'm doing to muffle the sound in this hotel room. I pretty much propped up like three pillows behind my computer. And I have this portable fancy mic that plugs into my phone. And that's how I'm getting this done. I'm trying to really stick to being consistent at my podcast. I made a promise to myself that I would do my podcast every two weeks. I know I took this crazy eight-week break and I don't want to do that anymore. And so I decided I'm not going to let this summit get in the way. I'm going to get this done no matter what. So I'll snap that photo, check it in the show notes or my website, thatadhdchick.com, and I'll post it over there on episode nine, The Weight Loss Dilemma. And here we go. Let's start. Hi, and welcome to the podcast where we talk about how to embrace our neurodiversity and use it to excel and achieve fulfillment and success in this wild and wondrous thing we call life. I am not a medical professional, but I do have ADHD, and I'm here to share my stories and my experiences living with it all my life. My mission is to create content that you find motivational, educational, and of course, entertaining. And hopefully in this short time with me, you'll get that hit of dopamine your brain constantly craves. I'm Eileen, my friends call me I, and I'm that ADHD chick. I have been yo-yo dieting since the dawn of time. (laughs) Okay, that might have been a little dramatic, I know, but sometimes it just feels like it. In fact, I'm willing to bet that if you guys are anything like me and you've had any weight problems, that you might be thinking the same thing. The yo-yo dieting is an epidemic. And I just learned in the past uh, year that my ADHD might have something to do with it. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? In fact, if you feel the same way, tell me your story. Like shoot me an email or something. Shoot me an email at stories at thatadhdchick.com. I would love to hear your stories about weight loss. I'll have the email address in the show notes so that you can shoot me your stories. I would love to hear about them and even feature them on a segment I'm planning on adding onto the show called Listener's Lab, where I, I will actually feature cool stories from none other than you, my listeners, and um, the fans of the show. Because so far, I've been recalling my own ADHD live stories, but would really love to compare notes with you all. Because what you might think is not interesting may actually be just the story we need to hear to help us relate and not feel so alone. So send those stories in. I can't wait to read them. You won't be surprised to hear me say I was a hyperactive child. I remember my family calling me by this Filipino term, malikot, which pretty much means restless and mischievous. In fact, I recall one time my parents were in a bowling league. It was when I was really little. I think I was like four years old. And I was a kid who ran around the bowling alley all night talking to anyone and everyone. Like back then you could do that without worrying that your kid was going to get kidnapped or anything like that. 
and I would be talking all kinds of nonsense to people, which actually reminds me of another nickname they used to call me, and it was Daldalera, which nicely means very talkative, and not so nicely, it means she never shuts up. (laughs) And boy, do kids say the darndest things, right? So that time, I remember I was talking to an adult, and that adult thought that I was lost in the bowling alley because this bowling alley was huge. It was in Hollywood. It had two stories. And I just remember we would go there every week for a bowling league that my parents belonged to. Anyways, I was in the balcony with this group of strangers. And one of them asked me where my mom was. So I pointed right at her from the balcony and shouted, see that fat lady with the glasses? That's my mommy. <laughs> Apparently, I was so loud that my mom actually heard me say it. And, you know, she's used to my shenanigans. So she just shook her head and kind of laughed it off, right? But damn, I was a little shit with no filter. Little did they know, I would never outgrow that problem. Hold on, isn't this a weight loss episode? Okay, there is a point to all this, I promise. It's the, quote, in the beginning stage of my journey. I remember in fourth grade, I signed up for Boys Little League Baseball without asking my parents first because back then it was so much easier to sign up for club sports without having this production of signing all these papers and paying all this money. And this was a rec league. So I did it on my own with another little girl and we were the only girls on the team and she is still my best friend to this day. So we have been friends for 40 Five years, 46 years. Anyways, that was the start of my love for playing sports and participating in many other physical activities like perfecting the spin and dismount off those iron monkey bars (laughs) or the single flip leap off the playground swings. If you're listening and you remember doing that, please shoot me an email and tell me that I'm not alone at stories at that ADHDchick.com. God, if my parents only knew those things were dangerous as hell. (laughs) I even played tackle football with the boys wearing no pads. This was in elementary school. So let's just say my body wasn't fully endowed yet. And we were kind of all the same size back then. So I guess it didn't matter. All that action coupled with a youthful metabolism, of course, kept me pretty thin. And it even earned me names like skinny mini or chicken legs, which was not actually cool back then, by the way. After college and into the workforce meant a rise in stress levels. No one ever tells you that part when you graduate. Maybe they do now, but never did they back then, at least not to me. And then came marriage, then came the kids. And that common theme among us moms who have weight issues is, quote, losing the baby weight is a bitch. (laughs) And with every subsequent kid meant more difficulty keeping the weight off. What used to be easy before now seemed now impossible. I had to actually make a conscious effort to keep myself at a healthy weight. Hmm. I had never dieted before until my first kid was born. I never knew that would be the beginning of a lifetime of yo-yo dieting. Having kids doesn't just change your body makeup. You have to take strides in personal development to keep your weight, your fitness, and your mental health in check. I'm not going to lie. I had a short fuse back then. I was highly emotional. All my experiences in life and decisions I made thus far programmed me to be this person I was back then. 
And don't get me wrong, I was happy. I mean, I was living a great life and having a great time. But it was then my subconscious decided that the only way to combat all those bad things about myself was to strive to be an overachiever. But this mentality totally stressed me out, even more than starting, you know, in the workforce. I mean, could you imagine? I was just going to overachieve and overdeliver all the time. And I did. And my friends were always in shock in how much shit I got done while raising three kids, all born within five years. But I'll tell you right now, being an overachiever is not all it's cracked up to be. Some of you are nodding your heads vigorously, agreeing with me right now. <laughs> and, and that's not a great state to be in at any time, let alone when trying to lose weight or even maintaining the weight that you're already at or that I was already at, which was actually 10 pounds less than what I am now. Remember, I was not officially diagnosed with ADHD yet. It would be 20 years after my first kid was born before I seeked out the official diagnosis. And because of that lack of knowledge, I just thought I was an underachiever or undisciplined, hard-headed, sometimes even lazy maybe. In fact, if you check out some of my old YouTube weight loss vlogs I did back then, I talk about my lack of discipline and motivation all the time. I talked about my stubbornness and my inability to keep to a diet protocol. I never knew that having ADHD might have something to do with it. Now, there are decades of research that show a link between ADHD and obesity. They can't deny it anymore. In fact, did you know that someone with ADHD is four times more likely to be overweight than someone who doesn't have ADHD? ADHD symptoms like impulse control issues and bad sleep habits all contribute to unhealthy eating and a lack of desire to exercise, which is why I hear from so many people, including myself, that it sometimes feels impossible to lose weight. Oh, and let's not even add hormonal changes like menopause to all that because that shit's kicking my ass right now, both in my weight loss efforts and my mental acuity. I'll remind you that I don't medicate with pharma. I'm trying to avoid actually taking meds for as long as I can, but I'm forced to actually take a very low dose of blood pressure meds right now, and that's a big reason I started this regimen to get this extra weight off me. And hopefully after I lose the weight, I can get off these freaking pills. But I do have a saving grace. I do take liquid nootropic supplements for my ADHD and restorative sleep. If it weren't for those things, I'd be a hot neurospicy mess right now. No lie. Now, before I start this next part, I have a disclaimer for those of you who may disagree with some of this. Not all ADHD is created equal. Though the symptoms exist and are the foundation of ADHD, it may still look different or manifest differently in each person because we still have our programming to take into account. Our upbringing, our environment, our life choices. I mean, many of these things, they play a part in who we are today. Therefore, there's a slight chance that you may not relate to some of this. But if you've been listening this far, then chances are you're probably in the same camp as I am. So let's move on. According to chad.org, children and adults with ADD, people with ADHD, quote, often lack mindfulness of hunger and satiety cues. 
So we can go both ways. We either forget to eat or forget to stop eating. Wait, forgetting to eat is an ADHD symptom? Yes, it is. Who knew? But that explains the missed meals when I get into my hyper-focused Halloween costume making marathons. I mean, what did I expect to happen when I'd go hours without eating? Yep, an inevitable binge eating session. And those foods were always likely to be like saturated fats or starchy carbs. Both of those equal potato chips, by the way, in case you were wondering. That is my nemesis. Also, growing up eating white rice at every meal is a programming I'm trying hard to delete. Another challenge we face is a majority of people with ADHD, including me, have to be doing something else while eating. Because let's face it, just eating is way too boring. So we're either watching TV or browsing social media or shit. If you're old fashioned, you could even be reading a book. (laughs) And we do all that multitasking. So we think we're multitasking. Go listen to episode two on multitasking if you haven't already. But anyway, we're multitasking and we're not paying attention to our mealtime activity. Like chewing, for example. One of my friends has a brother who's a sought-after nutrition and fitness trainer, and he told her that a majority of people don't chew their food properly. Not that we don't know how to bite down, but that we don't chew our food enough before we swallow it. So he recommends that we chew our food 20 times before swallowing to make sure we're breaking down the food to be easily digestible and to help us eat slower also so our brains can catch up and let us know that we're actually getting full. Makes sense? Makes sense to me. Now, some of you are thinking, but what if we're out to dinner with friends? Well, that, in my opinion, is an exception to the rule. For the main reason being that we are allowed to socialize and have fun now and then. It's not like we're doing it every day, right? I mean, you're not doing this every day, right? Okay. Before I summarize this episode with my four parting tips. I don't want to forget to ask you this favor. If you enjoyed this episode and even learned something from it, please leave me a shiny review on the podcast platform that you are listening on so my podcast can reach more people who might need it. And if you know anyone personally who may enjoy and learn from the podcast, please share the podcast out to them. Or better yet, share it on social, letting your friends know that this Eileen chick is actually pretty cool and you don't even have to have ADHD to enjoy her content. Okay, on to the summary. Let's not make this complicated. I like baby steps. It's less daunting and more doable. Let's work on winning the battle of the bulge by changing one part of our effort. Let's make improvements to our mealtime activity. And here are four tips or recommendations on how you can make that happen. Number one, stop multitasking while eating. Instead, enjoy your food in peace without distraction. Put your devices in the other room. Turn off the TV and put away the magazine or steamy romance novel. (laughs) Number two, sufficiently chew your food. In other words, bite down on those tasty morsels at least 20 times before swallowing. Enjoy the flavors. Observe the colors. Notice the textures even. It makes chewing less boring. Number three, and this is a long one. 
If you are one who often succumbs to those hyper-focused modes, which leads to missed meals like me, set alarms on your phone to remind you to eat and drink water. I know you guys are thinking, alarms? That doesn't work. Well, there are plenty of cool phone apps out there. There's one called Alarm, which I know a lot of people use. Or one I just downloaded, it's called Text Me That, which not only sends you a text reminder, they can also send a group some reminders or other people. Since my son and husband also have ADHD, it's perfect for the family. And yes, ADHD is hereditary. I know, bummer, right? Anyway, apps like these may work better for you than your built-in phone alarm, so try them out. Also, keep a healthy snack on your desk or your bag or, or on your person, on your pocket, in your pocket, so you'll have it at your fingertips when those alarms go off and you'll have no excuse. And last but not least, number four, I know that we are not perfect beings. And therefore, I live by my new personal motto, which I try to apply to everything that I do. And that is practice, practice, 1000 times practice. And that's all she wrote. I was looking forward to recording and publishing this episode because it's a topic that's been circling my brain for the last two decades. And I'm just now able to be at peace with the fact that my struggle to lose weight and keep it off wasn't because I was lazy or stubborn or undisciplined. And that knowledge alone, it gives me the motivation to succeed in this weight loss journey once and for all, no matter how long it takes, because I know that it's not impossible. Until my next episode, my friends, stay safe, stay well, and live abundantly. This is I, That ADHD Chick, signing off. <laughs>